welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons. I'm the CEO of Qualitance, and we are three quarters of the way through our journey into the toughest product management challenges. And today we're asking the question, what's the best way to launch a product? And boy, if you've made it this far in the journey, this means you've got problem solution fit, you've got product market fit, like you know your early adopters are satisfied with the product. Now you really want to launch this thing. And I want to propose to you a rather uh, controversial way of thinking about launching. And the background here is I've seen so many people waste time, money, and effort doing spectacular product or business launches. I mean, I've seen people go to town and it just creates so much noise. They get the celebrities and the hype and the media and the Instagram influences and there's so much noise and you should really be focused on your product and its users and you get carried away with everything else. And often people say the the, the startups that get the most hype often fail the most. Um, I'm not sure if that's true, but it feels like it could be a real truth of the product world. So let's look at the keyword when you want to launch your product. The keyword is small. That's right. I want you to launch small. Uh, I I launched a, a product way back in oh gee when was it two thousand and nine that um, was so big that the 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 server crashed. Too much demand. We had over a million users in the first hour. And I think we were probably ready for for 10,000, not a million. Um, Yeah, it just got too big, too much. And uh, look, let's take a a leaf out of Facebook's uh, book. They started small. They went from campus to campus launching Facebook. And well, I don't need to tell you how big Facebook is. So here's the thing. Uh, There are lots of different ways to go small. In fact, There's roughly five ways to go small that you can build up with before number six, which is the full launch. So first of all, if you take uh, lean startup thinking uh, to its highest form, I mean, you can start your your, your launch strategy can be the pre-order. Now, you could struggle to get enough interest in your pre-order, and that would actually challenge the notion of whether you have product market fit. You may not even have problem solution fit. So pre-ordering is a great launch strategy because you can do it well in advance and it helps you understand, do you really have something that people want? Because if you're selling this amazing solution and nobody's up for that, then you have quite the problem. Okay, so you've got pre-order going. What's another way to launch small? And this is another good one. Don't see this nearly enough family and friends. Now, granted, family and friends usually always want to say, yeah, the product's great, even when it's not, because they they feel compelled. But launching with family and friends can certainly get some bugs out of uh, new products, and it's such a safe way to have sort of, um, you know, a small group of people uh, test your product and no harm, no foul um, if things don't go right. But look, Let's be honest, um, if they can come on as sort of, I don't know, beta testers in in some respect, that's really, really helpful and certainly saves you a lot of grief versus, you know, the classic big launch and then um, 
you know, nobody can access the product because it's full of bugs. So number one, launching small could be start with a pre-order. Number two, family and friends. The third one could be is that you may have identified uh, a small group of early adopter users who would be keen to test your product. And you can do what we call a closed user group. So invite only, you know, maybe 100 or so people can come use your product. And, you know, you might make it free for life for them. Um, and it can be contingent on them providing some feedback and being available for maybe a couple of questions or an interview. So that's the third one. Close user group, really smart way to get expert advice on your product. So that's the first three ways that you could go small instead of making the huge mistake of going big. Remember, my pitch to you is Facebook went from college campus to college campus. There was a wait list. It took a long time, but that's how they scaled the product. And if you compare to Twitter, when Twitter first launched, I remember it was full of bugs. We used to have that whale, I think, they used to have on the web page. It was always down because there was too many people using it. So starting small is really crucial, but I still got more ideas for you. Another starting and launching small idea is start with some influencers. So you might reach out to some folks that are real experts in your category or your industry and say, look, we'd love your feedback. Um, we'll give you some preview materials. Um, there might be some uh, deal that you can make there. But you really want to get their feedback. You will be amazed that when you say to someone, hey, I think you're an expert and I love your feedback, people are pretty willing to give you feedback um, because it's a, it's a bit of a compliment. So that's the fourth. The other three, just to remind you of those, closed user groups, family and friends, or the pre-order are all great ways to, to launch your product because you can start small, get a real grip on the product, make sure it's doing the job, make sure it's satisfying your users and make any refinements. Now, the fifth way to launch small is to launch with a partner. So you might have a strategic partner in a similar area um, that could be a really good partner. So if you're a gym, you might partner with someone that makes gym gear um, and you might make your product or service available only to the customers of this partner. This is a good way to restrict volume. It would be a fairly good way to get some early adopters into your product. And what you can see with these five is all of them uh, deliberately starting with a smaller funnel and then working your way out. So pre-order is going to be the smallest. Partner launch is probably the biggest in terms of um, user volume that you can expect. Now, if you try one, two, or all of these as ways to start small, you'll save yourself a lot of grief because, you know, really when you do those big launches, there's a lot of distraction, particularly if you're pretty early on and you're not really sure if you have problem solution fit or um, better still uh, product market fit, then you need to be really focused on the product and the user. So you don't, all these big fancy launches, there's a lot of distraction there. But let's say you got solid product market fit and you this, this, this launch is almost the start of your distribution conversion fit um, and your big push. Then you can go part six, the full launch, national, you want, to, you want to get the press there. You want to get all the right people there. You want to have promotions at the go, paid advertising, the whole enchilada. Um, but you should really only do that after you've really challenged yourself to look at those other five ways 
of launching small. I know, I know it's so exciting to go to those big launches, but I can only tell you it's a whole lot of distraction. Okay, so there we have it. How do we launch? And I hope those those five ideas, the pre-order, family and friends, closed user group, influencer only, partner launch, I hope they all really give you some inspiration on how you might be able to launch in a smarter way. Well, there's only two more episodes left of the Unstuck series, you know, challenging ourselves with the most challenging questions in product development. I hope you're enjoying this series. And that's it for another episode of the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.